0: Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Racers and Rental Cars, where we talk about all things motorsports, business, and marketing related. We're out here just trying to make you better in your own journey to be in the motorsports world. If there's anything that we can ever do for you, don't hesitate to send us a comment at hate mail at racersandrentalcars.com, as well as anywhere on social media facebook instagram drop us a line send us a pm we are here for you again though thank you very much for tuning in and downloading and we ask that you rate review like subscribe so we can keep our sponsors happy and out here putting this show on for you have a great week we'll see you at the track And Rental car Podcast with your host, Top Fuel Cam, to Cameron Ferret, and his co host, Mr. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill. Keep on till they can ignore you.
1: Put it up for the wig and warriors.
0: What's up, West Coast Cam?
1: Well, hello there, Don. I'm just busy mumbling through this unfortunate press release that I'm reading currently. We lose another sponsor within the NHRA. And that pains me to say because I'm very sad for these people.
0: It pains you to say, well, maybe you should take some CBD and now to take care of the pain. Welcome to this week's episode of RIRC. <laughs> wow, Podcast. man. It, we're going to talk about... Safety, carnage, rumors, schedule, and appearance. All appearance. in 60 minutes. So sit back, strap in. Here we go, guys. We're going to kick it right off, as Camp's already alluded to. Breaking news of sponsors coming in and sponsors going out in the world of NHRA Motorsports. So uh, Cam, fill us in. Yeah, no, I'm just reading here
1: on uh, this drag zine or whatever online that uh, unfortunately Emily Oil has suspended its contract with Terry McMillan Racing and he's done for the year and the foreseeable future, Um, which is terrible to hear about because every single person over there is extremely cool. Uh, We pit it basically next to them every race, or at least we did last year. So you become really good friends with the people that you hang out with pretty much on a regular basis. And it pains me for all of them because it sounds like a lot of them might be out of a job. So um, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope this turns around for them. So all the best to everyone out there and everyone else that's losing sponsors and stuff in the wake of on the same day as NHRA announced their new schedule.
0: Suck. That does. And so here is where I'm gonna, at. you just kind of be the pink elephant in the room. So yes, we're recording on Wednesday as uh, we always do. And the NHRA dropped their 22 race schedule announcement with a couple glaring issues, if you will, as, but with some glaring Positives. Without a shadow of a doubt. Now I gotta say first and foremost, I missed the number. I said I said eighteen. They dropped us a twenty two schedule. Um that just goes to show us that nobody in Glendora is listening to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, I
1: mean, reassure our <laughs> or, or at least do they care. We used to have some people that, that used to, you know, frequent that office, i. e. work there that listened to us, but I don't think they work there
0: anymore, so yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's. Uh, that I don't think the
1: brass is listening.
0: Now, I don't. I don't think anybody with a vice president in their title uh, is listening to Racers and Rental Cars anymore, unless it's the janitorial team. If the janitors are listening, <laughs> uh, do us a favor, drop some dry race markers, some uh, sticky notes, drop them around there in the office, and let them know. Tune in on a weekly basis to Racers and Rental Cars, and we are going to give you the pulse of the racing world in sixty minutes or less. There you go. That's
1: like that's like a Billy Madison. Billy likes to drink soda.
0: Exactly.
1: (laughs) Miss Lippy's car is green.
0: (laughs) That works.
1: Racers and rental cars airs on Saturdays.
0: That's right. Download us, rate, review, and subscribe. We will give you the real deal from the from the pits to the boardroom. We will give it to you. So let's talk about the things that jumped off. Uh, negatively, and then we'll close out with a positive. Negatively, and not a shock because it was announced two weeks ago. Chicago, not on the schedule. Not that big of a deal, although it was brought up and mentioned. Second shocker, no Bristol on the initial release of this schedule. That caught me out <coughs> of left field.
1: Yeah, but I don't think it'll be. I keep hearing all these grumblings that they're going to announce it later which I don't know why they would hold it off unless it has something to do with maybe NASCAR and the facility or new title naming rights sponsorship for the facility or something of that nature. Um, Or I even heard rumblings of a top fuel, dragster, nitro funny car, shootout-esque type of event. Now if that happens, it'll be interesting to see if it's a points event or not. It can't be. But if they do do something like that, I can't imagine it would be. But Smith owns that track, and he likes to do all those kind of crazy things. So, i.e., a couple four-wide tracks in, this, in his uh, back pocket. So, I think it'd be kind of cool if they did some sort of funny car versus dragster type of thing and made it, like, to pay out a little bit more or something. It'd be kind of cool. The Camping right, World so, Shootout. All
0: right, so let me jump See in it now. There. So, So... First and foremost, uh, Bristol typically followed, followed, fell, gee with, on the calendar
1: for Father's Day, right? Yeah, which it's still open on the calendar currently. There's no other event is that weekend.
0: Yes, because the weekend before is actually the New England Nationals, and the week, two weeks later, three weeks later, is still listed as Norwalk. So... Little concerned about that. Uh, I do know that Nashville, NASCAR will have their event, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's on the 20th of the month. Is, uh, yes, June 20th. So, uh, that too could be a very valid concern. Nashville and Bristol is only about four hours apart. And, uh, <coughs> could be the, maybe a concern about Attendance and so forth, <clears throat> uh, but again, we're talking about Marcus or Bruton and Marcus Smith, and if they want it, they're pretty much going to get it. So we should uh, hopefully we'll hear that. Bristol's always one of my favorites to go to on schedule. Always.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. It's a that's a great facility. Um, a little hard to get to airport wise, but other than Later
0: that, into, uh,
1: or Johnson City. Yeah. Or, or is it Tri? What is it? Tri.
0: try Yep. Tri Cities.
1: Tri Cities, and then I usually fly into Nashville and then bum a ride for my buddy PJ. But that's like a four out. Yeah, it's like a four-hour Uber ride with PJ, and I gotta buy him Chick Fil A. There you go.
0: All right. So we talked about that. Two other glaring things that I see <clears> on the schedule. One, especially today, that this announcement came out. Emily Motor Oil is still the title sponsor for the Game <laughs> Nationals, which will yeah. be the kickoff. Call this 50-50 glass half full. It will be the kickoff event for the 2021 NHRA series. It's gonna start on the East Coast. Gainesville, baby. Right there in the heart of it. Seven days before my birthday. Holler. For Gotta the first time,
1: now you guys get to see all the fresh, new, sparkly, shiny fire suits and all that good stuff.
0: Yes. so let's talk. So, I mean, we're going to definitely, obviously, it's going to be like huge as we, as we move through the winter into that big implications on testing, right? Let's think about mm-hmm. that from that standpoint. Everybody typically went to Phoenix to the west coast of Vegas because they're going to start in Pomona now. Right. We're gonna start in Gainesville, so East Coast testing West Palm Beach, South. I say they Motorsports bring bringing back Park. West Palm or what? Yeah, I got. I mean, if I'm West Palm and I'm down there, I got to be. I got to be putting a plan together. If I'm at Orlando, uh, Bradenton, South Georgia Motorsports Park, all those places, door cars and pro mods, got to be looking forward to it. Uh, so that's gonna be awesome. I'm totally stoked about that because then it really does help. The Division Two side of things, the the divisional chasing racers, uh, because we're gonna get we're gonna get started early, and we don't have to worry about the West Coast. Uh, and it's like boom, leave leave Gainesville and head to Atlanta, uh, which does not have a title sponsor right now, uh, which gets moved up because Atlanta is now March 26th. So, um, and then that's where the goodwill stops if you're <laughs> if you're east of the Mississippi uh that's it it's done It's uh, i in a way we've kind of taken a page out of the nascar playbook if you if you really want to kind of look at it uh because nascar starts in february and they go daytona miami and then we head to the west coast and it's west coast vegas your club fontana vegas phoenix back to atlanta and bristol so at that point, we're kind of taking a page out of their playbook with the schedule as we, as we move forward, right? So I think that's, that's going to have one. I think that has some impact financially on the sponsorship side, right? Cause we're, you can actually bring east of the Mississippi if you're a West Coast company. And you want to kind of make a splash before the tour turns and comes back west because now what happens for like the week before Easter? Gonna be in your backyard, big guy. Right down the street.
1: That works out. That actually, I like that play and I'm really happy to see both of them on the schedule, both Kamonos, because like we talked about last week, dude, like you get rid of an event, it ain't coming back especially at Pomona. So I'm super excited to see both of those on there, even if it's in April, which actually works out better for us because our daughter is due February 4th and it gives us a little more time to uh, you know, get all that squared away and situated. And Angie's actually super psyched too. She's like, okay, so that means I can raise Pomona, Vegas, Phoenix, and I'm sure they'll throw in a divisional. And then she's like, sounds like April's going to be very, very busy for me. I'm like, oh, what? You know, you got a new car or something coming, or no? She's like, I'm just driving mine.
0: Yours, huh? No, nope. okay. No, nope, story for another day. What's <laughs> yours is hers, and what's hers is hers. So just
1: that's right. Just Absolutely.
0: In line there. No, yep. that's going to be pretty cool though. The go to Pomona, go to Vegas, and then go to Phoenix. And then, what I'm actually kind of interested about is that when you look at the schedule, there's some dates that have shifted around. Not only dates, but location. So, like, now we're talking about the month of May for the Four Wives in Charlotte. Which is going to kind of be kind of cool because it's May 14th. We're going to have colleges getting out. Graduations are going to kind of be closing out. May in Charlotte is not a bad weather time frame. Not at all. I, I mean... Yeah, well, that's what I was going to
1: say about Pomona, too. Like, I think it might be a good idea to have it in April, too, because a lot of times it rains in in February, so it's usually whatever, because they usually, like, alternate Pomona, either the, like, either, like, the 9th-ish or, like, the 14th-ish, and whichever weekend the races are usually not on is usually the beautiful weekend, and whenever the races are in town, it's usually pouring broken rain. So, yeah, yeah. so So that's, that's, yeah, so that'll be cool. April, that'll, well, then again, April showers bring May flowers. So,
0: we'll see. Well, and my again, if the janitorial team is listening to us in Glendora, can you please tell me, without looking at a globe, how we laid out that we're going to go from Pomona to Vegas, to Phoenix, to Charlotte, back to Houston, and then back to Richmond? At, at some point, hey, I, I you know I'm
1: gonna back them up a little bit, a little bit on this because usually they could make you go Pomona, Gainesville, or I'm sorry, Pomona Phoenix Gainesville, back to Vegas. Back to Vegas. So I mean, it's <laughs> I, I mean, at okay, least they okay, like, okay. looked at the map a little bit. So I I'll give them that. I will give them so that. So we cut.
0: So we cut the distance down. Maybe you cut like bit. three okay. states
1: off of it. So I mean, it's okay. legit. all
0: right. So we're gonna call that a positive move. For twenty twenty one. Into twenty twenty two, we're gonna get this thing right. That's what we're working for. That'll be the stride. But yeah. uh it's a work in progress. Nonetheless, I, I mean it, it's pretty cool. The the countdown, let's let's jump off uh Reading, Pennsylvania, back to Carolina for Charlotte in September, which is I still don't think is a bad time frame as long as the NFL schedule I was going to say, as long as
1: they don't do it on the Panthers opening weekend like they did that one year, that yeah. was a bad idea.
0: Yeah, that's that's really tough. It really is. Uh, St. Louis, I still think St. Louis is a good time frame uh, for the month of September, the last part of September. I think that works. Leave St. Louis headed to Dallas. I think that works for a lot of teams uh, with that little bit of a breakup. And then you leave, I mean, you get two weeks to leave Dallas to head to Vegas and Pomona. So, um, you know, I I know they love finishing out in Pomona. I'm still voting. Not that anybody cares on the janitorial team. I'd still like for the the, the NHRA finals to take place in Vegas. I just, I think that's a big town. I think it's a a bigger market for us to impact uh, sports-wise, and uh, especially now with the the hockey team and an NFL team. I mean... I don't know. I just think that's, that's where we need to start going to uh, bring more attention to a lot more uh, user friendly or consumer based products. So that's, that's, that's just the business side for me. Again, the only person that cares is probably the janitor.
1: Yeah, because I don't, I don't agree with you on that.
0: <laughs> well, that's because you live in California.
1: Well, exactly. And we uh, already raced. No, we, we got, it. We got it on this topic last week. We can move on.
0: We can yeah, I know, on, but you so moving, moving around. No, so look, if we want to argue about this, and, and I'll be willing to listen to anybody else kind of give some input, right? So, like, we're going, NASCAR's got a 36 race schedule, uh, and they go a lot of places twice, and so do we at 22 races. I am totally in, which this is a challenge. There's not many racetracks, facilities out there that we can go to And take away doubles away from Vegas and Charlotte. It's extremely hard. Does any, I mean, can we even, can anybody think of one? I, I mean, is there another NHR, is there, I shouldn't say NHRA, is there another top notch facility that we could go to that would, that would actually make sense to take away a double or a track that we go to twice? I mean, I can't really, I mean, I don't. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Nah, I can't either. So the argument can be made on the NASCAR side that I mean, there's there are <coughs> facilities in the circle track world, road tracks that that you could actually justify coming away from um, from that standpoint.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It'll, it's oh, this is going to be interesting. I just hope. By the time we get there, there'll be enough money in cars to go around to fill the fields, you know. Obviously, we all know that people are going to still race. You know, there's there would be a handful of them, but hopefully there's enough to fill 16 cars. I was just looking at the, the Dallas entry list, and I'm not currently on it, but uh, Terry McMillan is, so I don't know if you will. Not including him, there's 11 cars entered in top fuel. And some of them are part-time. Racers. So um, yeah, there's 22 events. So my question is, so I'm like kind of all over the place right now. But so we got 22 events. I noticed on the schedule that they're, off, they're the dates are three days. So does that mean? And the letter that I was sent before this schedule came out, the letter that I was sent stated that they would be letting us know about qualifying and structure at a later date so i'm very curious to see if they're going to stick with the two qualifier deal on saturday and race on sunday and they'll race all the sportsman stuff on friday which they may be able to justify that because see if they're only going to do one run on friday i think they might as well just stick i know a lot of the touring teams would probably want that third friday night run but i kind of think it makes it more exciting with just the two qualifiers I mean, it didn't work out in our buddy Clay Milliken's favor last weekend because, unfortunately, he didn't qualify because he he broke a I think it threw a rear end out of it or something um, if I read correctly. But like he didn't qualify, but everybody was smoking the tires and like he didn't he just didn't get in. But it kind of makes it a little more. I mean, you give him four runs, all the it's it's stupid. Even three, I think, is a little much. Um, so I think the two format. It's cool, and it also saves the teams a bunch of money. Like, if you're going to get a full full full-on contract, or whatever you want your 3 million bucks, maybe you can kick it down to 2.7. You know, if you're going to average out, how many, what is there, 20? If you got rid of 20, what did I say? It used to It's 22 events, you might have subtract 2, so that's Fifty-four runs a year. Is that right? I'm no mathematician. Like but if What's you
0: had four? If you had four runs, if you had four runs. Yeah, you you would, it would like what it would
1: be, was. Okay, you'd have, so, 40, you'd
0: ca- have forty-four runs. Okay.
1: okay, so take that and multiply it by even on a low side, five thousand dollars a run.
0: That's a quarter.
1: There you go.
0: So you're a quarter of a million? Down. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Down.
1: Right? And you're still... If you planned on doing it... I mean, 250 Gs is a lot of money. I'd love to have a $250,000 budget. Just for the whole year. Right. You know? And let's be honest, like... A lot of the teams don't really get... Like, even if you were a, a touring, like, a top pro car, like, let's say... The Emily Car for example, like they do great a great job, like that's a top five car currently, but they didn't get shown every single run, you know, not so it's like TV. you're it's not like you're losing a buttload of t v time is kinda I guess what I'm getting at, so it's your your sponsor's really not losing that value aside from the people seeing it in the stands, but if there's less people on a Friday. And those people decide to go on Saturday, and it makes it look like a sold out crowd on a Saturday. You're still, those people are still getting the touch points to the cars and the pits. And so I don't really think NHRA would be losing much money out of it. They actually might be saving money because they don't have to have as much personnel, hotels, travel costs, getting people there early. And then you just run the sportsman guys. So you're going to have all the ticketing prices and all that for the sportsman people. Their entries, yeah, I think it's a, a no brainer, but I'm not the VP of the sanctioning body, so I don't know crap. A lot of people like to call me just a part time racer, anyway, so. I'm a hobby racer, and I, um, yeah, I drive top fuel, so I'm an egotistical maniac. As, <laughs> someone, as, as some would say. <laughs> All I idiot. care about is my ego.
0: Well, right here uh, uh, you know what? We can filter out your ego. Did you, uh, did you take a look over at K&N and their new washable, reusable mask that we talked about last week?
1: Heck yeah, I did. Dude, I'm wearing a K&N hat right now. What does that tell you? Of course I checked them out. And I oh, just I saw my buddy Todd Leduc on social media promoting the same thing as well. They just sent him some stuff too. So, yeah, if you guys are interested in this new fabric and all the stuff that they've come out with, it helps, you know, bad breath and all that good stuff, because that could get pretty raunchy in some of those masks. are like, oh, man, I got a breath, right? So if that's something you're interested in, you should go to racersandrentalcars.com, click on k link at racersandrentalcars.com, and scope it out. Because why? They're giving stuff away. You can go on for free.
0: Put your little man in there, right. your little email address. All oh, you got to do, it. it's really easy. That's right. K giving away 25 face masks for signing up to their newsletter. Go over to our race website at racers Click on the K logo, sign up for the newsletter, and they are going to pull 25 and send them out. You can the option of black, gray, or camo. It is cool with Pro Cool technology, adjustable straps for maximum comfort. Make sure you get in there as the deadline closes on the 31st of October, Halloween night. It's going to turn into a witch and fly away. Over on our website, racersandrentalcars.com, the logo K&N, click on it, sign up, get one for free, going to get 25 people taken care of. And don't forget to use Racers and Rental Cars on the K&N site as well. Tell them where you heard about it. We're going to have more specials to come in the upcoming months. So head on over there and sign up again for the newsletter at racersandrentalcars.com and get yourself in for a free face mask. All right, Cam, let's move on and let's talk about a little bit of rumor mill. Ooh. Well, wait. Hold on. Stop. Let's talk about the biggest pink elephant in the room. And that is, how about all of the carnage this past weekend between Talladega's NASCAR race and NHRA event at Worldwide Technology Raceway?
1: Yeah, man. It was, I guess it was probably a good idea that I was at the lake this weekend because I hate seeing that for anybody crashing their cars, blowing up their cars, doing all that stuff. I me as a driver, I don't like to see that. And I guess, I'm gonna jump to the to chase on this one, and I know that they, a lot of these sporting, whatever you want to call them, use these crashes as promos and things like that, but I just, everything, I mean, I know it's the flavor of the week right now, but every time you click on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, it's the same photos and the same video of poor Leah crashing in her top fuel car. Now, I know she's posted it to thank the Lord that she's okay. Her and I are good friends. Um I spoke with her um a little bit and all that stuff, but I just I just it makes me cringe every time I see it because I mean that it could be one of your loved ones, it could be one of your friends, it could be somebody's mom, somebody's brother, somebody's dad. So, I just hate seeing it all the time. I mean, I know it happened and I know it's part of our sport. It's what we do, but it just over and over and over. I don't know. But yeah, there was a lot of carnage.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, that's tough, right? So, I mean, what do we, what do all professional sports leagues do? Yeah, uh, even, you know, even the NCAA at the amateur level, they show these, I mean, the impacts, right? I mean, I'm, I'm going back. I mean, NASCAR played Ryan Newman's wreck at Daytona over and over and over again. You know, they, how many times has, People seeing Clint Boyer flip upside down, headed down the, the backstretch at Talladega. Uh, I mean, you know, when Brittany Britney hit the wall, when Steve hit the wall, uh, I mean, you know, those are the carnage, if you will. It makes the yeah, highlight. and I know,
1: and like I say, I know it's part of it, and I know it's going to be on the, the highlight reel and, and all this stuff, but it's just the people that end up posting it, and and I... I feel like sometimes people post things just because they think that they're going to get a lot of likes or comments or whatever to like boost their stuff. And it's like, man, like just work a little bit harder on your, on your own personal side and like, don't share somebody's tragic incident to try to gain comments and likes on your own stuff. And I feel like a lot of people do that.
0: Well, hold, hold that thought as we get through the rest of this because (laughs) I've, Because I have a little story to tell about that as well. So, yeah, no, you have an opinion on this, Tom? I, I do. How about that? Was a rough weekend, Kenny Delco, uh, Pro Mm Stock car, uh, dude. That thing, the the
1: Kenny Delco deal. I finally saw a video of it, and that thing just made a turn. Like, was the track like? Because I wasn't there, so I don't know. Like, but was the track crap? Was it that cold causing? I mean, obviously, you know, Pro Stock cars don't have downforce, but it seemed like the top dragster crash. And Kenny Delca's almost happened in the same spot.
0: And they were extremely close uh, based off of the camera angles and, and yeah. so forth. Um, you know, as far as the track goes, uh, I'm going to venture out, and I'm going to classify it since you're a West Coast guy. Um, the top end of St. Louis at Worldwide Technology Raceway is very similar to Vegas. If the wind is blowing in the wrong direction, mm. you catch the dirt and the sand off of the parking lot. Gotcha. And so, I i mean, they were cleaning, they were spraying glue, I mean, we were in the area there at 1,000 foot mark, if anyone's ever been to... to Worldwide Technology Raceway. There's a, an area where most of us would go in with our golf carts and racers, and that's where we would hang out and watch finish line racing because you know that's where we all want to be. Um, and you know they'd go by with the spray buggy, and you could smell the VHT that was going down. It was you know you get that smell, you're like, oh, all right, we got track prep going on. You could hear the trackside observers as they walked across the racetrack, how they were sticking to it. But I don't think that why the glue was going down, there was, I think there's the potential that there were other elements that were impacting, uh, the racetrack surface, if you will. Uh, of course, what does that mean? Downforce plays, downforce plays. A funny car and a top fuel car have, like, significantly, uh, (laughs) you know, numbers of downforce over a pro stock car or a top dragster car or, or, or what a super comp car, whatever the case that may be. So I don't really feel like it had a whole lot to do with the cold. Um, because knock on wood, I've been down that racetrack when I won my first Wally and it was brutally cold in a top sportsman car. Uh, but there was somebody else that was prepping the racetrack, And so, um, I, I'm not convinced that it had a whole lot to do with the code. That element may have been a, a factor uh, in how you would have executed the prep. But, uh, again, you know, it, it was horrible to have the accidents.
1: Yeah, I'm not putting blame on any of that. I was just curious. Like I said, I wasn't there, so I can't. Man, I just I'm, noticed those two that where it happened, they were kind of in the same spot. So I thought I would – I couldn't remember if there was a bump there or anything. Like I've yeah. only raced there one time, so – and, uh, that, that's a that's a know. really
0: good surface it's really and it's really fast uh obviously yeah. uh if you notice that jr car set a new naturally aspirated uh mountain motor pro stock record at 617 616 or 617 haul <whistles> and tail dog i mean it was sick i was stoked but nonetheless let's go back to your comment about social media um I was in the fenced in area right there where Leah's front end came down at, um, as it happened. And the amount of people, granted, most of them racers, that went over and were snapping photos and taking video of her front end, uh, and fuel cell laying there in the area, um, uh, I was like, man, you know, I'm running over there because I saw somebody, g- not fall down to the ground. I thought they got hit with a piece of debris. Uh they were it was actually a, a father who was protecting his son, kind of taking him to the ground to kind of shield him a little bit. And uh but yeah, it's I was just like, man, you know, that's your first thought is uh, you know, let me take a picture of this front end. Uh my first thought was I'm looking at the Jumbotron, uh hoping making sure she's okay. Yeah. yeah, making making sure that she climbs out of the car quickly. Um, you know, or at least see the uh, canopy open, so that at least I know there's upper, you know, upper limb movement or whatever, but uh, it was very disturbing to watch the car come down the racetrack, see it break in half like that, um, just as disturbing to see Delco hang a hard right, uh, being the fact that, you know, hey, I drive one of those cars uh, with the same wicker bill and, and so forth, so, um, it, you know, that just, and then Alexis, man, did she do a good job keeping her stuff upright when it blew the body apart in the, in the, Strike, right. but uh, yeah, there was a lot of carnage. You know, Philip Oakley and Top Baxter wreck that hit close to home um, for us internally as an organization uh, and externally as a sport uh, in the top sports, and Top Baxter area. So yeah, so that was pretty tough. Uh, so safety, safety. I think we're going to talk a lot about safety in the you know in another episode coming up because it's the off season uh, as it's you know rapidly approaching. And I think people need to go to work on protecting themselves better so that they can actually be around on Mondays to go to work and uh, see their, go home to see their loved ones.
1: Absolutely. No, I think that's a, big, that's a big part. Like watching some of it trying to dissect, you know, like the, the top dragster crash and stuff. And I, I feel like some, you know, I guess we could say we'll have another whole episode on this, but a lot of people – don't think that safety is a is a it's not going to happen to them blah 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 we always talk about that but i think they need to implement a lot of the top fuel safety features that we're using into the sportsman cars because a lot of those cars dragsters specifically they're made they're they're made for one size fits all you know and like for instance my wife my wife and i we're little people Right, but I, we got a shoulder hoop in the thing. it's like a 24-inch shoulder hoop. So if it's a 24-inch shoulder hoop and we're 19 on a good day, Angie's probably 14, <laughs> like when it comes to shoulder, like she's tiny. So I really think a molded seat should be required in a lot of these cars, and I know they're expensive, but 500 bucks is going to save you quite See a bit for your of your life. 100 percent you know you start moving around in these things and you don't think that you think oh I'm tight but I tell you what I make the crew guys tighten the living daylights out of my seat belts when I'm in that car I literally can't move but then when I pitch a blower belt and you watch it on video my head is like in the steering wheel so what does that tell you you know the people don't think about how much these belts stretch and all this stuff happens and then if you're Taking a deep breath and then you let it out and that, you know, all that stuff, like there's certain breathing techniques and things like that that you would generally use when you're trying to tighten yourself into these cars that people don't think about. They just think, oh, I'll just cinch them up. Well, I'm here to tell you there's, you know, certain breathing things that you need to do because you start moving around in there. And, and or like when you, if there's an oil down or something like that and you're sitting in there for a very long time, your body starts to relax because you're tense, you're nervous or whatever when you're getting strapped in and you're all amped up and then your body starts to relax and you start to, or the materials in your clothing or whatever, they all start to mesh together. Makes you looser in the car. Do
0: you does. want to think about that? No, that's absolutely right. And, and there's, you know, there's certain things, you know, uh, that we've looked at. I mean, this is only Wednesday, but I mean, we started, you know, we started Sunday evening looking, at JB's car, because his is a Miller, just like, you know, Philip Oakley's Miller car. I mean, we started going, okay, we can cut here, add this here. Uh, and, and ISP pads, when in the grand scheme of things, when it comes to, whether it's ISP or Butler built, uh, when those guys build stuff for safety, there's certain things in the NASCAR world, uh, top fuel world, if you will, funny car, you know, of course, when you're wide open in, in, you know, you're just driving to strike in an all out situation. Obviously, you can really take your safety, you know, factors much, much further, right? But when you're, when you're actually in a situation where you, there's the potential that you are not potential, but possibility that you need to at least be able to have some sort of vision to your left and right. And that's when you have to start becoming creative, uh, with some developmental pads. And, and we've, we've got some templates and thoughts that we've, you know, talked about and, That's why I say this winter, I think, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do a couple segments on just the safety aspect of it. Because again, uh, you know, just like insurance, you know, what, what is it worth to you? I mean, what's your, you know, what's your vehicle, your race vehicle that you're racing? What's it worth to you? Is it worth, you know, the two or three thousand dollars a year that you may pay to have insurance on it to take care of it? Is, is your head really only worth a couple hundred bucks? That's why you bought that helmet. And didn't buy a, a more, you know, expensive helmet. What I mean, what's the deal? Yeah. Uh So I mean, we can talk about that in the future. But yeah, it was a, it was a tough weekend, Um especially as we transition into the highlight. Dude, Camping World NHRA new sponsor. The we next made three it three years. We made it. We made it. <laughs>
1: Only we made it.
0: Uh, I think that, you know, and I've had a lot of people reach out and say, well, you know, how does that affect you guys? Because, you know, obviously the, the family, they run, you know, a RV dealership, you know, and it's a, a family owned dealership. So does that make Camping World a competitor? Well, yeah, I mean, Camping World's our competitor, but when it comes to the world of competitive marketplace and what's good for our sport. Camping World is going to bring more attention to our sport. They're also going to bring more attention to the world of RV, And both of those things are awesome for us as a company on both sides. Both companies, the American RV side of the house, Basins, and the streetway marketing media side of the house uh, for our motorsports. So, yeah, I'm really excited about it, really stoked. Uh, I, as a marketing guy, dude, I'm just like, sitting back wanting to chew on my fingernails. I just want to see what this, what Marcus is going to come in. I I mean, because you can tell, if you don't know, just watch the prophet, read his Twitter feed. Dude, he is a, I mean, he is an aggressive guy. And I get like, I'm like, oh, what are we going to do in NHRA? What are we going to do? What's the midway going to look like? What are the purses going to look like? What's the marketing activation program going to look like? Who, what companies, I, I mean, like, seriously, what, if, we talked about Michael Jordan and NASCAR, right? What companies are going to turn down a phone call from the CEO of Camping World, Marcus Lemieux, or if that's how you, I'm still struggling to pronounce his last name, but the guy's on the profit. I mean, he's got his own TV show.
1: Yeah. Anything with mainstream media and, and TV is, is always a, a plus. I'm here to tell you, just because it gets more eyeballs on the sport. And, you know, yeah, he does stuff with the truck series and and whatnot already, but hopefully this will bring some of those people over to the drag racing side, and I think that's very exciting, and and a big thank you to him for for bailing us out. I I really hope that the pay structure for the pro categories goes back to what it used to be. If not more, I highly doubt they would increase it uh, more than it was, Originally, but I hope it goes back to that, and he in some of his tweets and stuff he you know he said he did this for you know the the sport deserves it the the teams deserve it, and things like that, so I hope he's right i hope I hope they're able to they agreed upon a number that will allow them to help the racer out a little bit and kind of go from there um you know or yeah, you never know. And that might be why Bristol's not on the schedule yet because maybe they are conjuring up some sort of crazy, aggressive, funny car versus dragster something or other with Bruton Smith because that's a NASCAR track-esque deal. Maybe they got something cooking. Who knows? I have no idea. I'm just throwing
0: that out there. <laughs> but well, kind of cool. Dude, I'm all in for the fact that now, guess what? The gloves are off. If you're if you've ever wanted to be involved in NHRA drag racing, regardless of whether you're a energy drink, a beverage, uh, you know, a, a what they call an RTD, ready to drink, guess what? The gloves are off. There's no more exclusives. So if you're out there and you're listening to us and you want to be involved in NHRA drag racing, whether it's on the the touring camping world drag racing series. Or down at the regional level as we go across the country, by all means, now is your time to come in and you are going to benefit because I know that the Camping World side, everybody, or, you know, the NHRA Pro side with Camping World now always said that they were always struggling, you know, car counts and quotas for the show. The one thing I can tell you is, is there is no shortage of racers in business to be done on the regional touring series for lucas oil there's just there's no shortage so i hope that we see some some pass through from camping world down to the to the regional level across the country because i again it's going to impact at every level of drag racing Um, i mean come on how many times do you see all these rv rentals for NASCAR and for Ducks race and this race and that race. And you see, I mean, that, I mean, we are, I mean, RVing is right there. It's unilateral with drag racing and motorsports. We got to have it and, uh, very excited about having them come into the fold for the NHRA camping world drag racing series for the next three years. Thought Brian Lones did an awesome job. Uh, doing the interview for the announcement on Zoom that they showed on uh, FS. So that was
1: really oh, cool. Yeah, I do have to – this just popped into my head, and I, I feel like a jerk because I forgot to tell you about it. But, no, I did – I forwarded you the email. I don't know if you saw it. We had some hate mail uh, kind of in regards to the announcement and things like that. Did you read it? I forwarded I'm it you. am talking about the
0: – are you talking about the 50 Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, go Go ahead. Go ahead and read it, and then I'm gonna. I'll give you my
1: Oh, you want me to read the email? Yeah,
0: yeah. Hold go on.
1: Ahead. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me, pull up. Let me pull it up. Let's see. Where is it at? Where is it? At? We're gonna leave it anonymous because I don't know if the person said that. Right. So it just says watching this weekend's cluster F of a show on NHRA.TV and they pay and they had a freaking 50-50 drawing. What the hell? Who the hell says we are professional racing? Let's have a 50-50. Could you see Roger Penske at an ARL AR I think it should be IRL IRL race having a 50-50 drawing? I know this was the WTF Nationals, but man, that's crazy. (laughs) Now... Nothing. Nothing says professionalism like having it over the PA. And I, I, yeah, I, I kind of agree with the guy. That was that was a little much. And I was kind of shocked. With that being said, I was also kind of shocked. I mean, Loans did a great job with the announcement, but it was just really weird that like in the middle of this like shitstorm of a day on a Sunday at 10 a.m. they said, "Oh yeah, by the way, we got a new sponsor." Like, on a Sunday, like, in the middle of an event where they're, like, cleaning up a wreck, they start talking about this, hey, we just announced we got this new sponsor. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, that yeah. wasn't thought out. I mean, obviously, they weren't planning on having all these wrecks and things like that. And, and I know it was for TV, but it was just, it, it looked really bad. We were watching it on the way home from the lake uh, while we were driving, and I was just like, ooh, wow, that that didn't goes so well. But as far as the fifty fifty thing, yeah, I mean if you're gonna do that kind of stuff, maybe turn your microphones off on the TVs or or whatever. That looks a little bad. They need to work on turning the microphones off anyways because they had a major issue with that this weekend. The microphone stayed on at the top end and some in somebody's pit and they're trying to run this camping world announcement and all you could hear was burr, 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 Oh yeah oh yeah get that get that get that I'm like, I can't even understand what they're saying. Oh,
0: I missed that.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, and now, mind you, this is on AHRay.tv, This isn't on the Fox show, but, like, they had this microphone. Yeah, they had this microphone somewhere that was just, like, kind of ruining the whole thing. And then it, like, kept starting over and over. And I'm like, oh, man, that's not good. But, yeah. But with that being said, our hate mail person, yes, I agree with you. Um, Mr. Hatemail, we're going to call you that because I don't want to use your name. But Mr. Hate Mail, yes, I agree with you. That was kind of ridiculous. But it was on NHRA.TV. I highly doubt they said anything over the, the Fox broadcast. But even still, right, it kind of felt so, like you're in a circus.
0: Yeah, well, look, okay. So that's two weeks in a row. Obviously, we had been there for two weeks because we were there for the divisional. They used that money to offset uh, different types of charities and so forth within the, let's call it, the greater St. Louis area. Something Chris Blair and his team have been doing for, like, multiple years. And, and that's so, great. And
1: I don't think yeah, it needs it it, it so itself. That. Yeah. I don't think it. The doing it, it like, because a lot of times they do it in the pits. Like, they don't, like, announce it over the PA and, like, you know, like... But, it just looked like a circus at that point.
0: But if you don't remember, if you remember correctly, RFC's done it for decades. Draw, In draw, the pits. Draw, 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 yeah, draw. In the pits,
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Yeah. I just, like, announcing it over, the, it just kind of made it look a little, because they cause right. he said, went to the lemonade stands and, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know that part of it was, but yeah, I mean, for a great cause, and I get that. And I mean, and then he, I think he said something to say it's pretty bad when you when you win the fifty-fifty raffle and you make more than winning a pro stock event.
0: Yeah, because I think the I think the pot split was like ten ten five or something like that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's so all right, that's all right. We we could say the same thing about Spencer Massey winning at the Flame the other the other week. He won more. He won more in one night than. uh most of the top fuel guys were going to win in any event, so it was kind of.
1: You know, yeah, did you Did you hear his uh, his interview? He was no, like, "Yeah, man, top fuel's cool, but this is
0: all where it's at right here." <laughs> ah. Yeah. Yep.
1: <laughs> so all sweet. right.
0: Well. us we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shave the balls on that one, and we're gonna go right into Manscaped.com. dot
1: uh, Dude, I, for the I ball, ball
0: savings got to be in your your court this week. How
1: about it? Dude, yeah man, I I'm telling you, I was at the lake this weekend with the family, you know, so didn't have a shirt on, things like that. You gotta make sure you're all dialed in. Um Lawnmower three had me dialed in at the lake and looking fresh on the boat. Boat ran great. We looked great, or at least portions of me looked great, um that nobody really saw. So uh but that's okay. Um just know that it was. So yeah, I mean it was a great weekend at the lake. Thanks to the lawnmower 3.0 and, and uh, the perfect package. I used my little toiletry bag to get it all there, so that was cool. And then the crop mops, they were in the bag too, just in case uh, things got a little things got a little risque, you know, because it's hotter than the gates of hell at the lake. So yeah, gotta use that stuff. So, but if any of you guys are interested in doing such a thing, you know, make sure you log on to Manscaped.com. Get yourself the lawnmower 3.0 in the perfect package. Check it out. Free shipping. Use promo code RIRC. Get yourself 20% off. And they ship internationally. And
0: there you go. Landscape.com. RIRC. Jump in there. Get something. If you're in New Zealand. We got listeners over there. They started this week. They're shipping to you too. All right. So our final segment here, we're going to talk about some marketing PR stuff. First and foremost, want to talk about appearance. Appearance, appearance, appearance. I saw on another site, which I'm not going to give a whole lot of credit to, uh, but it was interesting to read, that uh, an executive had made a comment about appearance of race teams. And I actually think it was like, I think it was. Uh, I think he was really more talking about uh, some regional stuff. But his comments reminded me of the fact that you know, typically around this time we start talking about PRI here in the upcoming weeks, and I get on my soapbox about black hoodies and and wearing. Uh, you know, it takes two balls to turn left, and all these other comments <laughs> that people would put on their shirts and decide. They're Big wear Johnson. They're Big Johnson T-shirts. Yeah, the big Johnson t shirt. Uh, so wanted to talk a little bit about that for appearance factor. If you're a race team, it does not have to be the most elegant, high end material, fabric, expensive, but do yourself a favor. Get some, get some printed, you know, t shirts with some logos on it. So when you are at the track and you're in your pits, you, you can look the piece before you you know, you go to the wall or you go to the starting line or whatever the case may be so that you're not wearing uh, some ragged-out shirts, some flip-flops, uh, mismatched as a crew guy. I mean, think about the fact of what it is that you're representing. It's the off-season we're heading into here now. These are things that you need to think about for 2021 that do matter when it comes to how you look, having a logo and a brand associated. Or maybe look into part of that as your sponsor package.
1: Say, hey, uh, you know, we're looking for some help with some crew shirts. Maybe hit up an embroidery company. Maybe they'll do them for free. Put a sticker on the car. Get them, get them a couple of your friends that race cars. Tell them, hey, I got an embroidery f- person for you. You get them some business. They gave you some free stuff. You don't even have to pay
0: for it. Yes, exactly. And that's, that's the type of deals. If you're, you know, you really don't have the money for it or the expense line, then figure out how to give somebody something back so that you can have the expense line. Which brings me into the expense line of, uh, talking about Megan Meyer driven by social course. Uh, for those of you that are out there that are just trying to get a little bit more education, some different insight, different perspective on what you should be doing or could be doing to further yourself and making yourself more appealing to companies as you're working towards 2021, uh, make sure to stop by Megan Myers' course. Use our code RIRC20. You can save yourself some money, which you therefore can turn back around and put back into your marketing program and uh, challenge yourself. The only way you're going to get better with your program is to get out there, study, learn, evaluate, get pull from people that are successful at doing what they're doing. And uh, Megan's got a, Megan's got a pretty lengthy resume there of impacting different companies, especially outside of motorsports. So I, I challenge y'all to go over there, check out Megan's course, R I R C 20, drop her a note, let her know that you heard it on Racing and Rental cars. And uh, maybe she'll send us a gold star or something on our social media side.
1: <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, no, she's, She's got a good little program there, and she like like you just said, she's done a lot of uh, good things within the social media space. So um, hit her up, check out her program, give it a shot. Even the free stuff, maybe watch free stuff, get you dialed in. Maybe you want to become a member and join her stuff. So check it out.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so we got to close out. We're gonna do some rumors, and uh, I guess you could say not really. Well, one of them's not really a rumor anymore. So. I didn't give Kyle Larson my Manscaped Moment, Man of the Week Award, or Racer of the Week Award, but I, I want to make sure that I mention it because we talk a lot about ownership when it comes to making mistakes, right? When people make mistakes, uh, we talk a lot about it on this show because we feel like it furthers you as a character, uh, and who you are in the world of motorsports. Uh, Kyle Larson, uh, I'm gonna say, Tail end of last week, if I, if I remember correctly when it came into my inbox, uh, put out an announcement about what it's been like. I think we're going on five months now, I think, uh, from when he had his, uh, iRacing esports, uh, snafu, uh, earthquake, world, uh, chicken little skies falling when, when Kyle used the N-word over a live open event. And it was a lengthy read, but once you got into it, you could sincerely feel the emotion in the words that he was writing. It did not seem like it was a like a plan deal from a a speech writer or anything of that nature. Uh so I challenge you guys go out there. Uh it, it was public. He sent it to, it landed in all of the major media outlets. I saw that it was referenced on CNN, Fox News, and a couple other outlets that are, that, that really crucified Kyle Larson, uh, within that 48 hour period after it happened. So I challenge you, go out, read it. It's a good read, kind of give you some perspective about how you should look at yourself. As you move forward in the world of motorsports, and if nothing else, just in your own personal life. So, uh, go out and do that. And I can, gonna go out on a limb now and tell you that I think Kyle, Kyle Larson is going to land at Stuart Haas Racing, as now the seat has been filled for Hendrick Motorsports, for Alex Bowman on the Jimmy Johnson side, uh, as Jimmy is retiring. Alex Bowman, I think he is A cornerstone of Hendrick Motorsports moving forward. There was a lot of rumblings that Mr. Hendrick was chasing Kyle, uh, but it sounds like he is thrown in the towel on that. And uh he is going to put Alex Bowman in there. So Kyle Larson, I think, is got a plane ticket or rental car or hotel reservation over at Stuart Haas Racing in twenty twenty-one because I Feel very, very confident that Kyle Larson is going to be in a Cup car in 2021, especially after they announced dirt at Bristol and three more road courses on the schedule. So, yeah. uh, I think that's kind of a given. Uh, but you got a piece of Stuart that you got over there news-wise that we you, you can probably throw out here and see what we get know, and so why don't you? Uh, oh, I, d- I just. That.
1: It's not like my deal, but I just read it on the internet, so it must be true uh, this exactly. morning. Shit, man. It's totally true. Uh, but rumor has it that Tony Stewart has uh, been milling around the drag strip and has an interest in getting in a top fuel dragster and uh, giving it a shot. So, supposedly, the rumor mill that. He's read something about he's getting fitted for fire suit, helmets, and things like that. And he's going to go to Frank Holly School to get some pointers before he jumps into a top field car, which I think is pretty cool of him. I mean, sure, he's smoke and he's a badass dude, but he still wants to make sure he does it the right way. If this is something that is true and he's going to do that, I think that's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, that would be pretty cool to see. Who knows if it's true or not. Like I said, I read it on, on the Insta space. So, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, Face Facegram sometimes uh, you never really know what what you're going to get out of it, but it's definitely something to, to look at. Cam, it's an off weekend this week. Well, I don't know. I've been off since Indy. Yeah, actually, it is it is an off weekend, but I'm going to go
1: uh, with my sponsor, MP Inc., we're going to go run the Class 11 at the uh, state line event at, in Prim, Nevada. So that'll be pretty cool. So we're going to go give that a shot. I'm going to head out there early Friday morning and go barrel through the desert. So they're going to do a short course event. And then also, I think it's a 50-something mile loop. that even be a little shorter. Uh, so yeah, should be pretty fun. Going to go do that and have some fun with the Impy Clan. <laughs>
0: Well, that will be interesting. I'll be looking forward to seeing the social media on that over here in this world. The only thing that's happened as we close out this show is uh when this show drops, I will be saying goodbye to something that I have had for 13 years as my race trailer. No, Don, you don't on. have
1: to say anything about our relationship, our friendship. I mean, it can still continue after Saturday.
0: <laughs> you wish. Anyway, <laughs> Uh, my race trailer will be leaving us and I will have an empty shop until the Camaro comes home so uh, that being said uh, we I can,
1: expect uh, the, the social media posts of you sitting like Kermit the Frog out the rainy window wondering when all of your stuff is going to come back into your
0: garage no kidding well,
1: do you think uh, my trailer is thinking of me right now?
0: yeah no, my trailer is thinking of me as it pulls out of the driveway Well, the folks at uh, LB Trailer Sales, we'll we'll have something uh, brand spanking new rolling in here uh, probably the first part of February, so we'll talk about that in the upcoming month as it has been very much a trying but fun process of building a trailer uh, to suit Die and I and our endeavor of uh, the 2021 season in NHRA Top Sportsman competition, so... So that takes place. And, uh, heck, I got in a drag. Well, I, we can watch the million. Watch the Great American Guaranteed Million uh, going on in Memphis. Uh, NASCAR in Charlotte at the Roval. That'll be fun. Hopefully, I'll see some helmets flying. And, uh, we will, uh, jump back on this shindig next week. So, we Cam, get us out of here.
1: Well, as I always say, You always seem to have uh, left me right at the one-yard line and you've done everything like usual. But I will say um, a big thank you to K&N as well. Make sure you go to racersandrentalcars.com, get yourself a hoodie, t-shirt, hat, stop by, fill out the link that goes to K&N and the raffle that they're having to give away some of their new masks. Um, Make sure you also check out... uh, uh, the Voice America link on there uh, that uh, produces our, our show. We appreciate that. Uh, CBD, MD, Manscaped, all those. Make sure you, anytime that you go to any of these websites and whatnot, make sure you put that RIRC promo code in there and get yourself 20%, 25% off depending upon the company. Pretty cool. We like saving money. I like saving money so I can put it more into race cars. So, but with that being said, have a nice weekend.
0: See
1: ya. Thank you for downloading this episode of Racers and Rental Cars. This episode has been brought to you in part by Streetway Marketing and Media, Voice America for all of your podcasting needs, K&N Air Filters, Manscape.com, CBDMD, Motion Raceworks, and LB Trailer Sales. Be sure to use the RIRC promo code at any of the listed sponsors. We, they appreciate your business, and we'll see you next week.